0: Mouth broadcasting first round traffic. Believe we got stasket quarterback stacking hundred yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined. Fans in the stamp. Welcome to the Simpacas. I'm your co host, Sir. <laughs> and i'm always joined by my co-host ron Ron?
1: what's going on
0: you know what we do we talk about the national football league on a weekly basis including the playoffs if this is something that you're interested in go ahead and subscribe go ahead and hit the notification so you know when we do the videos and hit a like it helps us a lot so ron we just had the wild card weekend did you see any of these games
1: oh yeah i actually saw more than i thought i would i I know when we talked last week, I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll take a nap or so, Uh, you know, maybe Saturday or Sunday. But I watched much, you know, a lot more football than I was expecting to this weekend.
0: I'll be honest with you. I did not watch any of the Seattle San Francisco game. And there was two games where I actually tuned out because I didn't think they were even close. That was the Chargers-Jaguars game. I did it out in the first half. And the other game that I tuned out was the miami Buffalo. I thought those two games were going to be blowouts. And I was just like, okay, well, I watched enough. But little did I know that they came back.
1: Right. I mean, I expected the Jaguars-Chargers game to be competitive. I And I prepared to be up for that game. Um, I did not think the 49ers game would be competitive and it was for most of that first half. Uh, and then the Bills game, I was expecting not to watch any of that, to be honest with you. Um, but that turned out to be competitive um, until the end. So,
0: Yeah, because I mean, if you look at the spreads and we'll look at let's look at the first game, the Seattle of The spreads was 10, 10, 10 point. Now it's just like is Seattle really gonna come close to beating San Francisco? And uh, Geno Smith put up a fight in that game. Didn't mm-hmm. uh, what's your opinion on on Purdy?
1: I, you know, I think he's he's impressive. He's relatively impressive, but I I do think he benefits from being in a good system with really good head coach um, and a really great defense. Uh, I thought there were some really nice plays that he made throughout the game. And I thought there were some plays that he just got away with. And I'm anxious to see what he looks like against a, a better defensive unit. But I thought, you know, overall, I, I thought his competitiveness I like. Um, you know, the the way he's able to scramble and make plays I like. I just think he needs to, he's not going to be able to run away from everyone. He's not going to be able to like make some of those throws against the, the tougher defensive units. Um, as we get through in the playoffs
0: but we both we both uh thought that the 49ers were gonna win mm-hmm. i just didn't think that it was going to be such a high scoring game i mean at halftime uh Seattle was actually winning by point yeah um and then what happened in the fourth quarter uh, i'm looking at it it looks like San Francisco scored eight points
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just really uh, McCaffrey taking over the game. Uh, Debo Samuel, uh, he had a big run, too, I think, in the second half. Uh, San Francisco offensively just uh, took took control of the game, and Seattle really didn't have an answer uh, at all uh, in that second half.
0: So it went as we thought, and we'll talk about the next round, but I think San Francisco defense, 23 points. Kind of the middle of the pack, right? It's not. I mean, if you let Geno Smith score twice, he did have one interception. But do do Seattle give uh, Geno Smith?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think they he'll be resigned. Um, I'm sure he's gonna probably try to test the market to see what he can get. There's some other teams that are in a you know are gonna be looking for a quarterback. At the same time, this is a very um, heavy quarterback uh, draft. Really good guys coming out. Um, so I, I, but I do see him ending right back there in Seattle at a pretty decent contract, um, you know, contract extension. So,
0: um, yeah, I think I think they will still draft the quarterback, but I think Geno Smith um, has a job waiting for him in Seattle. I think you know even though they were eliminated in the first round i think that he did enough to uh yeah, there are maybe another year or two maybe a two year
1: i i mean i can even see a longer term contract uh you know i think he played well throughout the entire season and seattle i think over the next couple of years they got a you know more than one Issue right, especially on the defensive side of the ball, that he needs to, to address. So, um, I I think uh, they'll spend the next couple of years just building around him, and uh, they'll they'll continue to play with with Gino. I think that's what I would do.
0: The other game that I want to talk about is the game that I actually turned on my TV because I thought Trevor Lawrence was. Playing so bad in the first mm. half. I mean, four picks is you basically can't come back. Can't come back from that.
1: But Did you you watch the game?
0: I only watched the first half because I was like, this dude threw four picks in the first half. There's no way Chargers lose this game. And then what? What took place? You tell me because I didn't watch any of.
1: It. <laughs> I mean, I. So let me just say the first half. I didn't think. Trevor played poorly. I thought a lot of the interceptions he threw were, um, his receivers just not being aggressive, uh, and the chargers defensive backs just being way more, uh, aggressive and, and ball hawking than the receivers were. Um, and as far as what changed, I think in the, in the second half, they, you know, they, they had some more movement. They, they didn't allow, uh, the one defensive back Asante Samuel just to like dominate the game like he did in the first half. Um And, you know, they, they, they stuck to their plan too. They kept running the ball. They didn't um move away from that at all. And, you know, now I, I think the second half is the Jags team that we had been seeing over the last like couple of weeks. It just so happened that, you know, the I think uh, they were just really unfortunate and unlucky. I think uh, that first half—that's how kind of I saw it. Um, did I expect them to come back and win? No, but did I think Jaguars are a better team or at least equally as talented? Yes, and um, I think we both picked the Jags to win the game. So, uh, you know, prior to the game, so uh, you know, I think from our standpoint. You know the the Jags were the better team.
0: I, I just don't understand how the Chargers only scored three points in the second half. Was the defense that good, or was it the play calling? I mean, what was uh, Deuce Daily do? Uh, Brandon Daily do, uh, doing? I mean, so my my question to you, Ron, is why? Was well, the Chargers only scored three points in the second half? Was it the play calling? Was it the Jaguars' defense? What happened?
1: I think the Jacks played better defense. Um, I, as I was watching the game, it didn't seem like the Chargers had that many uh possessions. And when they, you know, they weren't, they didn't have a solid plan in the second half. I don't think they ran enough in the second half. Um. They were continuing to pass the ball a lot and being some can say, you you know, you need to be aggressive. But if if it's not working and you're having three and outs and, you know, you got a comfortable lead, well, don't keep passing the ball, you know, run the ball, run some time off. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think they did a good job of, of doing that, especially in the fourth quarter. Um, They could have ran a lot more uh in the in the fourth quarter, but they didn't.
0: So were you shocked to hear the news that they're bringing back Staley?
1: I am. Um, but they did fire the coordinator, apparently. Now, I thought Staley was the one calling the play, so I don't know how much of a difference this is going to make to fire the coordinator. Um, I just think that, you know, the game wasn't managed that well. But I don't want to discredit Jacksonville either for the grit and determination they had. They're just a good football team. Um and they're they're clicking right now on on all cylinders and you know I I'd be worried um if I'm Kansas City and we'll talk about next week's uh, divisional game but I'll be a little bit worried if I'll, if I'm them because it you know just things just seems to be falling right into place for Jacksonville and that's kind of what you need when you get into the playoffs
0: the other game and I will say that I wasn't feeling well this weekend so I looked at the spread it was 13 and 13 points. And I was like, you know what? Let me take a nap so then I can watch the Giants-Minnesota game. So I took a nap, and then I come to find out that this was an actual game. Uh, I thought Thompson wasn't that good. So what happened?
1: Which game are you talking about now?
0: This is the Miami-Buffalo.
1: Oh, Miami-Buffalo. Okay. Uh, I don't know what happened. Um. Like I said, I expected not to watch this, have to watch this game so much, so I don't think I even watched most of the first half, and I didn't turn it on until, like, in the second half, and I was like, how is, you know, how are the Dolphins still in this? What the heck's going on? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like the Bills' defense to give up 31 points to a third string, I understand, you know, the Dolphins have a lot of weapons. They have, you know, not only good receivers, but they have a talented running, you know, running back in a running game. So but it's for them defensively, um, to give up was it seventeen points in the second quarter? Uh you know, that's that's not good. And to give up a, a touchdown in the in the third. Uh I think they need to do better defensively if they're gonna continue to make a run in the in the playoffs.
0: I mean, the Buffalo did have Turn, turnover compared to Miami's two. So that right there makes, you know, it's an automatic field change, right? It's almost like a punt gone bad or whatever. Just, you're giving the opponent easier options to score,
1: right? Yeah, and you and I talked about Josh Allen you know, um, earlier. He, he's got to take care of the football more. Two interceptions and a fumble. That That's not going to do it. Um, especially when you, you know, get to the next round uh in the playoffs. So he's got to play better. No excuses. Supposed to be one of the top, you know, three quarterbacks in the league. And there's times throughout the season where he has not looked like it. So he's gotta perform a lot better.
0: So they didn't score in the fourth quarter at all, Buffalo. should you be concerned about Josh Allen who intercept? Because um, if he does this, let's say in the next divisional round against Cincinnati. I don't know I don't know. I just don't know about Buffalo. We'll talk about that division around in Cincinnati, but it isn't gonna be another home game, so maybe maybe they know that these games they can play loose
1: mm-hmm. at
0: home because they have that advantage. I don't I mean, I don't know. I, I just I just feel like I've never seen them um, you know, Singletary only had 46 yards rushing. Really, they should be like 100 every time. They should be more balanced. And I feel like you have Josh Allen doing it all. Maybe that's just too much.
1: No, is this game in Buffalo? I can't remember what the hell.
0: If this game is in Buffalo because they had... Yeah. Uh,
1: well, what was the issue? Remember where they didn't play was, that last game?
0: Um, Kansas City. Kansas City and Buffalo beat. Gotcha. In the AFC conference. Then it's in the true. Gotcha. But this one is in Again, we'll talk about it during the division round. Thanks. The next game that we want to talk about is the New York Giants at Minnesota. It was a three point. So actually, I think I saw this game at your house. Most of it at your house. 48 over and under. We actually hit it on the spot. We picked the Giants. Why didn't you like Minnesota?
1: Uh, I just liked the Giants more. Um, You know, that first game they played, they only lost by three. And I thought Daniel Jones had been playing so well and Barkley and what, you know, they're doing with the running game. I thought they were going to continue to be effective. Um, Now, Minnesota played okay offensively. I thought uh, Cousins had a really good game. Statistically, it was just that one throw at the end of the game uh when they needed to to you know to uh execute a, you know on the fourth down but you know i think the giants are a pretty decent team we've seen it you know most of the season um they're they're a tough out and i don't think minnesota was as good as their record um but you know uh we'll see how how far that continues
0: So has Daniel Jones, in your opinion, earned an extension?
1: Yes, he's going to get a new contract um, because he deserves it. And I think finally he's got a coach that, you know, can obviously uh, develop him um, and a team that's around him that can focus on what his strengths are and put him in positions to, to win.
0: He led the team in rushing with 78 yards. He almost had 100. I think, to be honest, he'll get the extension. But I think that he might test the free agent. Because I think, this is just hearsay, after five years, but three different budgets, budget, I think that he finally, you know, it's like that, you know, that relationship with out had a five years and just hasn't worked out. And they always say, "I, right, well, well." Now you got a good coach, and you're like, "No, oh, I'm actually a good player." And with you know all the teams out there that quarterback, I think there might be like a little competition. Don't get me wrong, I think that he'll take the extension. But I think he'll test the free agent.
1: Yeah, I see, I see the same thing with Gino. I think they both are gonna test to see what they'll get. Um uh, I just don't think the market for the teams that are interested is gonna be that great. Um because the draft is so loaded this year with quarterbacks. And if you know, for those teams that are really uh struggling, like Houston Indianapolis, the teams that really need a quarterback, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, they're not going to go in and fix all of their issues, right? So it's better to, in my eyes, you know, instead of paying someone a a, a huge contract, just draft draft a quarterback and start, you know, start from scratch.
0: I think it depends on where Sean Payton goes. Because if he goes to Denver, he doesn't need a quarterback. Russell Wilson, yeah.
1: straight out. Yeah, there's exceptions. Uh, Denver's a good one. Tampa might be another one if, if Brady retires. There's some exceptions for teams.
0: Carolina. Because well, Carolina has a good team. and I don't think the owner wants a rookie. Only, Chance, yeah,
1: I don't mean, they don't want a
0: rookie. Yeah, Zach Wilson out. So there's some teams that want a better player.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think Daniel Jones this year has proven that if he doesn't make the mistakes that he did Previous four, but yeah, he was a turnover machine. He's value. He's a valuable player, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, should we now give Daniel Jones an apology?
1: No, I don't owe him one. You may. <laughs> I always said Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. He just needs to cut down on the turnovers. Um, but there's, like I said, there's games I watch, even when he was struggling, that. He makes Josh Allen type throws. And you're just like, God damn, this guy's got an arm. He has a lot of talent. Or he runs for like 60 yards out of nowhere. The talent was always there. I think it was the pieces around him were holding him back. And I thought that was, I mean, obviously it's evident, right? You see what he's doing now. Um, So I think we owe the Giants themselves an apology because we thought they were a shit show and they were going to, you know, be the same shit show again this year but they've managed to, to, to turn things around. They changed their whole identity, their whole culture and they, the whole organization, I think we owe them an, an apology.
0: Well, I remember that when Chris asked us if they're going to win a Super Bowl with Daniel Jones, we both said no. Are we saying now that they still? the answers? Ever? Yeah, with Daniel Jones.
1: Ever. Ever is a long time. Um, so...
0: Well, Dana Jones is going to be there forever. I'm just saying... For well, the next four or like, five years? Yeah, two or three years.
1: Maybe. Uh, it's hard to say, right? I think Philly will be there. San Fran will, will be there. You know? And then you got some teams, I guess, on the on the outs, like uh, Green Bay, assuming they don't have Rogers, Minnesota, assuming... Cousins not around that much longer. Um, Dallas will be there. I, I don't know. It's tough to say. I think they... Well, let's see what they do next year. Can they build upon the nine wins they had this year? Can they get to uh, you know eleven wins next year, and then the year after that, can they get to twelve or thirteen? That's you know, that's the progress that we every team tries to get. Let's see if they can do that. They won the
0: Super Bowl without winning the division. Mm I remember that because they were a wild card team this year.
1: Mm
0: So I'm not saying I'm not going to rule it out anymore. Before, I was like, yes, you cannot do it with Danny Jones. But I think that you can if you play conservative ball like you did. I mean, 142 yards rushing compared to 61. is very conservative ball. And he didn't have a turnover. 300 yards not too shabby. I think, you know, if they have the same game plan against the Eagles, which they might not I mean, thirty-one points like Minnesota. We already knew Minnesota would stop. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that with the Eagles, gonna put up thirty. But you know, hey, go go Big Blue, mm-hmm. go Big Blue. The other game, this game, we actually I saw uh, the Ravens versus the Bengals, and it was actually closer than we thought. So. Only did he play really bad or he played some
1: He had some bad throws. He had really, one really bad interceptions beginning the game. Um it, I think I don't think he played well. I think if they had Lamar Jackson or anyone else that can make manage a team, not even like lead them to victory, they would have won. I thought and I think you know we had this conversation too that the Bengals' offensive line is not good, and the Ravens is a perfect matchup. This was a perfect matchup for the Ravens because their defensive line could dominate Bengals' offensive line, uh, and their linebackers for the Ravens would dominate, and they did. And they kept them in it the entire game. It was just that horrible turnover at the end yeah, where they ran back. Um, and then the the like the pick, like I said, those two mix mistakes by the quarterback is what did them in.
0: Yeah, because Joe Burrows did not play a great game. 209 yards, one touchdown. And Cincinnati just ran the ball for yards. So it was an ugly game, but that's the way Baltimore won it.
1: Yeah, Baltimore, they, their defense is no joke. You know, they. They started to play better, too, in the secondary. That was, you know, the part I was a little bit worried about. But with the amount of pressure that Burrow had um, and then the inability for the Bengals to to run against them, you know, Bengals became uh, kind of one-dimensional and good luck being one-dimensional when your line is not very good.
0: They lost uh, one offensive line member, so now it's even weaker. And, you know... Baltimore couldn't score in the fourth quarter. So are you in the J, uh, J.K. Robbins-Dobbins camp that if Lamar had played, they would have won?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Not just Lamar playing, but, uh, you know, he was saying, hey, at the end, give me the ball. I don't know why you got all the way down there. You don't give him a chance to uh to to, to score. Um, Yeah, I, I think he needs to get a handoff there and uh, for, for sure... Assuming uh, Lamar's back there, they you know, and he's healthy, they'll be right in the thick of things and can you know they can compete and beat the Bengals.
0: Okay, so let me let me ask you about Lamar now. I know he sent out that tweet on Thursday, That's scripted, uh, a a scripted tweet on Thursday. He was a no show for the game because he was hurt. Is he done as a read?
1: I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know if he's ever showed up for games away games, uh, or if he's been home. Um, so I'm not, I don't buy a lot into that. The tweet itself was, you know, he was sending a message saying, Hey, if you, you really love someone or, you know, you want to, you should need, you need to take care of it basically. Um, I'm on the fence with this one because Lamar is a great player. He deserves a good contract. He does not deserve 100% guarantee. If I'm the Ravens, I'm not paying him that much uh, to miss six, seven games every single year. Right. He has been healthy, you know, for the last like two seasons. He had to play the full season. So I thought the contract they gave him initially, if the if the reports were right, were very was very generous. You know, most of it was guaranteed, not 100 percent, but a lot of it was guaranteed. Um, and I'll be honest, you know, I, I'm on the Ravens side with this one.
0: You know, the thing is, and this goes back to the very beginning when I said, you know, you shouldn't have your mom as an Because when you have your mom as an, as an agent, there's no mediator, there's no middle ground. You know, there's no uh, negotiation table it's because the agent gets to be the bad guy. He delivers the news, whether they're good or bad. You know, and he gets to negotiate. Now, there's no middle person. So the Ravens say, we don't like something about Lamar. <laughs> they, get, they actually tell his mom they don't like him. So what is mom going to do? Say the exact same thing to Lamar.
1: Well, yeah. And so they're it's not saying, hey, we don't like you. No. They're just saying, hey, this is what we think yes, your value is. Yes, exactly. Right. And the mom is, I mean, that's your mom. It's right? your mom. And your, your mom's gonna, like, no.
0: Yeah, yeah. Your mom is just going to stand right. the ground. Mm-hmm. Instead of, if it was an agent, agent could be, you know.
1: This is a fair deal. It's a good deal. It's
0: a good deal for the client or, you know, just put those same words, but make it more positive. Right. This is why they would like for you to do. So that's, this is a hard situation. Either way, I just feel like, man, you're basically saying that you don't want to be playing for the Ravens. So are they going to do yeah, the he's franchise that?
1: Yeah, he's not saying that. He's saying, hey, you've had your chance. I've done everything I needed to on my end, which he has. Um, is he going to sign a contract? I think things they'll work it out but it, like i said if i'm the gm i would say hit the road jack
0: you would walk away
1: yeah hit the road listen i change my whole team offensively to match your style
0: well that's the thing is like there's no there's no good guy or bad guy they mm-hmm. they should just walk away from
1: you. yeah just walk away but yeah i will be like listen you haven't played you missed so many games i've changed the entire structure of this team Right. And now you don't want to sign. I'm giving you a very competitive contract and you know, you're going to miss games. And, you know, I would say have a nice day. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. I can keep the same system and go get one of those guys to play in the system if that's what I want to do.
0: And it's not like a system where the quarterback was being stretched, right? I mean, Lamar is a special talent, Mm -hmm. but... It's not like you needed Lamar to pass for three, 400 yards a game. Right. All you needed him to do was turn the ball over, use your legs. It's not there to just run. Yeah. You. you mean to tell me that there's not another uh, rookie quarterback or even someone in the draft, I can do that?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even if you wanted to say, hey, let's change the system, let's get some more playmakers, let's spread it out a little bit, then I mean, you could do that, too. So... They got a very good defensive unit. I said that one that can carry them throughout the season. There's no, to me, there's no need to break the bank or, or make a commitment that you're not, uh, you don't feel comfortable with. Um, you know, for a guy who, for whatever reason, he doesn't want to give in anything on his side. That's not how deals are made. Deals are made when each side gives up something. Um, And, you know, and again, I'm not in the room or anything, but from what I've read, it seems like one side has come to the table um, and say, hey, this is what we're willing to pay you. And and he's held his ground on what he's looking for.
0: And you know what? And that goes back to my original point. You need a mediator in Mm -hmm. the room. You need an agent. You need a professional. Fine, if you have your mom, you know be your agent, but she has to be flexible, and you're yeah. like, there's no flexibility, this back and forth.
1: So what's your confidence that he returns? What, what percent will you give it? Three. Three out of ten mm-hmm. that he returns? Yes. I think it's more 50-50 for me.
0: Yeah, I think it's a three. I think that at this point, you know, the Baltimore Ravens should be like, listen, we're not going to give you a guarantee. They have to come out and said that, but in, you know, in the contract details, it clearly says we're not, it's not going
1: to, not hundred
0: percent, yeah. so they're just not going to do it. And I feel like, fine, if you want to do the whole Deshaun Watson sit out a year, you know, until that franchise tag is off and whatever, do it,
1: mm-hmm. do
0: it. Uh, the next game which I will tell you that this game I also turned off. Second, I just Dallas at Tampa Bay. This was the only game from last week that we actually picked Tampa to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like deep down inside we knew that mm-hmm. it was going to be Dallas to win. Um, and I don't even know where to start. I mean,
1: <laughs> start with Brady. He's horrible.
0: We'll We'll get to Brady in a. minute. Do you think this was Dak's best performance in the
1: playoffs? I probably have to go back and, and look through some of the games before. Uh, but I'm sure it's up there. I, but, you know, at the same time, I've seen him have other games like this, right? Where he just looks like an MVP caliber type of player. Um, now, this game, he's doing it in the playoffs against a very good defensive unit. So that's impressive. Um, he looked good. You know, he looks healthy and he looked look good.
0: I mean, he had four touchdowns, three over 300 yards passing. He was basically accurate, 33 out of uh, 25 out of 33. This was, I think, this was his best game that I've seen him play. Um, 128 yards rushing. That I wasn't expecting because it was a Tampa Bay defense. I mm-hmm. thought they would at least put up a fight. I didn't even see that.
1: Well, they, uh, yeah, they did. Not against Tony Pollard, but, you know, they s- slowed down Elliott.
0: Yeah, Elliott had 27 yards. So, I, I I mean, still, I just didn't think that would happen. I mean, Brady outthrew him by 50 yards, but still.
1: Yeah, on 66 attempts, though.
0: Yes. Half the attempts. So that's. Rescott it, had 33. You go over 50 attempts, I don't think that's a good measure.
1: No. no. Um so But they were down early and that's you know, that's they had to abandon the run a little bit. Um you know, that's why those guys only had like twelve it looks like attempts running. But let me I'm going to go back to Dak for a sec. You think he's I've always thought he's been in the top ten. Some people have questioned that just based on his performances here. Um but these are the games to me that shows why he's I don't want. I'm not going to call him elite. I'm not going to say he's top five, but certainly to me, he's in the top ten.
0: This is what I'm going to say about Dak. I think I agree. I think he's a top ten quarterback. The thing with me and Dak is that can he replicate this kind of, you know, this kind of performance on back to back? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like one game he looks phenomenal, and then the next game. He doesn't. He doesn't look the same. Mm-hmm. So, I want him to replicate this against the Niners, and we'll get to that. Um, before I can actually, he can even sniff the top five of elite.
1: Yeah, I don't think he'll. He's not. He's not in top five for me. I don't think he'll even ever be there. But he needs. To, I agree. He has to be more consistent um, for him to remain in the top ten.
0: And I'm, I'm not a Cowboys fan by any means. Um, I think the fandom is overrated. He, yeah. But if he has the same game against the Niners, say the same game against the Eagles, then I would feel like Dak has finally made it to the top. Mm-hmm. And then if he has the same, basically he has to have the same game for the Niners, the Eagles, and the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. then I can be like, you know what? This is a top five. But I don't know what six years, seven years that he's been in the league, he hasn't been able to do that. So um, that's where I stand. Um, so let let's talk about Tom Brady because I wanna I wanna know your opinion on whether or not this is his last year.
1: It, it needs to be. Um, I thought the way he played, he you know he was stealing money. Uh, that's the best way I can you know put it. He just he should have retired. This about
0: the whole year or the just whole the year, player?
1: the whole year. You know, even the games he played well. You know, um, he just looks shaky. I don't know what else to say. Even with a, a clean pocket, he's not always one hundred percent accurate. And then forget it, if your pocket collapses. He looks. He's one of the worst quarterbacks I think in terms of moving around in the pocket, you know, scrambling a little bit and making an accurate throw. He just can't do that at all. Um,
0: so you don't see him as a Raider.
1: No. Well, I'll say, I think some team will still buy into the Brady hype and probably make an effort to go after him. I, I don't think it's a good decision because you're not getting Tom Brady from 10 years ago. You know, five years ago even. Um you're getting a guy that is still intelligent but physically can't do the things that he was capable of capable of doing, you know, five, ten years ago.
0: I think that he will hoodwink another team. Yeah. Um whether it's the Raiders or the Jets, Miami, um, if Tua decides to hang up. Um I just feel like he has an aura that some teams just can't say no to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. Some teams just can't say I'm not going to accept that call from Tom. Yeah, I think if you're desperate enough, like Carolina or the New York Jets or whatever, you pick up the call and you give them a a one year deal. And who knows if it'd be 25 million, 20 million, 50 million? I don't know. The whole point is, I think he's gonna. He has one more year. And I don't know if he's got he's I don't know if he's gonna be productive I don't know he's gonna pick the team with the best weapon the mm-hmm. best offensive I mean he's no dummy why do you think he went to Tampa yeah he, you he could win
1: and he did but now your time's over it's kind of like Peyton Manning right we saw how Peyton was the last couple of years in Denver and we all could tell I think at one point he didn't he get benched he was playing so poorly. Uh, and then they brought him back in. This is is this to me feels even worse than that because they're not going to obviously the tamp the bucks weren't going to bench uh Tom um but at the same time you're just sitting there watching you know the whole building burn and you're not making any moves. You can't make any moves. You're handcuffed and tied to this 45 46 year old quarterback. Um you know, I I think it's time for him to hang it up. But I agree someone is going to go after him and think that they can win with him. Um so we'll we'll see where he ends up next year.
0: Yeah, I think uh, he he will he will play one more year. I don't know if he plays two, but I think he'll play one more year. Okay, so let's go into the divisional round, the final 8. Um and let's start with Jacksonville or Kansas City. It's a 53 over and under. Kansas City's favorite right and a half. Ron, what's your prediction?
1: Listen, I want to go with an upset here. Um, I really do like Jacksonville. I think they're clicking on all cylinders. Um, If there's any team I feel confident in the AFC that can beat him, I, I'm more confident about Jacksonville being able to do that than I am about Buffalo being able to do that. Let's put it that way. But I just don't think Jacksonville will have enough uh, in Kansas City, especially uh, to be arguably the best team in the AFC right now. So I got Kansas City winning 30 to 23, but I'm privately hoping that Jacksonville pulls off an upset because I'm still soured. By that you know, that play a couple weeks ago <laughs>
0: that ring around the, the rosy. Ring around
1: the Rosie play uh, and the arrogance you know from that I see coming out of Kansas City uh, it's to me it's not a bad look I, I don't like it at all and uh so I'm hoping Jacksonville can pull it upset but I see them falling short
0: listen I turn up the TV for Re uh Jackson to start because Trevor Lawrence cannot do that play out. You just Never heard of that. Four interceptions and you still win the game. Just never heard. And he's on the road in Kansas City where you know the fans are just crazy. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Jacksonville, I mean, do the me, Kansas City Chiefs beat them 31-27. to 27. I think it's the same way as the game started with Chargers. Trevor Lawrence is in over his head. The only only difference is that Kansas City actually knows what to do in the second half. Mm -hmm. I do see uh, Doug Peterson making some adjustments and them scoring, but I just don't have the same faith that you do with the ups. And I'm not a Kansas City uh, Chiefs fan, but I'm with you. That Ring Around the Rosie was just plain dumb. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I was the Raiders? I would just write a letter to the commissioner. <laughs> I know he wouldn't do anything, but just complaining, like, can teams do that? Is that legal? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I'd just be mad as hell. Mm-hmm. The next game is the New York Giants at Philadelphia. Eagles at favor by seven and a half is a 48 over and under. Ron, what's your prediction?
1: Yeah, so two games in a row where I'm it looks like I'm pushing the over under so i have 53 which is what the over under was for the uh Kansas City Jacksonville game I was right at 53 and i'm right at 48 here so i got philly winning this 27 to 21 um i have philly still going to the super bowl and um jalen hurts you know is going to get healthier and healthier as we get through uh, the playoffs and i think he's going to start to go back to his his old self And, um, you know, speaking about, you know, the Giants, you know, they still are limited in some areas. Right. You know, those receivers, I'm like, who the heck are these people, you know, that he's throwing to? So I think that starts to catch up to uh, New York. Uh, But, you know, they should still be proud of how far they've gotten. Um, But I I see this being the end of the road for for the Giants.
0: You know, I'm in the same I'm in the same wagon where I think the uh Daniel Jones just doesn't have enough weapons to beat the Eagles. And I see the Eagles blowing out the Giants 35 to 20. I think the Eagles have a poor proof. I think Jalen Hurst has heard me personally, I think, doubting him all the time. Yeah, he's not a top end quarterback, so yeah, I see them winning uh 35 to 20. Mm-hmm. The next game, Ron, it's Cincinnati at Buffalo. This is a rematch of an unfinished game. The over and under is 48 points, Buffalo is favored by five. Ron, what's your prediction?
1: I got Buffalo winning this game 30 to 27. Again, I got Buffalo being in the Super Bowl, I am a little bit worried about this game because you know, Buffalo is they play, a, you know, a decent defense, a good defense. I don't want to say just decent, but they're not the Ravens up front. Um, so I do think Burrow can single handedly lead them to a victory here. So I'm a little worried. Uh, and then obviously the turnovers with Josh Allen over the last like six, seven, eight weeks. Yes, has, that has to be fixed like, like this game. Because if he has one turnover, uh, they're gonna lose uh, in my eyes. So I got, I still got Buffalo winning. I got thirty to twenty-seven as the score. Well,
0: I think that this is this is where I was going back and forth whether uh, Buffalo was gonna win or whether Cincinnati's gonna win. I went with Cincinnati thirty-five-one. I just don't like the way Josh Allen's been playing. He's been very careless with the ball. I think that's going to catch up to him. But then I saw that Cincinnati is a man short. Offensive line that already has issues, right?
1: But they had issues last year all the way to the Super Bowl. So,
0: And the fact that Joe Burrows didn't have an awesome game. Baltimore does have a good But, I think this is my upset of the weekend. Mm -hmm. I think Cincinnati can pull this off. I know this is technically Buffalo's last home game. So, they might pull up all the stops. Hamlet might show up. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I just know that it's going to be cold. Maybe even snowy. Everything, all the elements are going to go against Cincinnati. But... You know, they're a cold weather team as well. So it's not like this is on different. I just feel like they can pull this one off 35 to 3. I think I'm going to bet on Joe Kuhl cool to make it. Mm-hmm. The last game of the divisional round. Dallas at San Francisco. This is the closest line three and a half, um, 46 and a half over and under. Ron, what's your prediction?
1: So I'm going under that over under prediction, and I got Dallas winning twenty to seventeen. I think this is going back to what I was saying earlier about Brock Purdy. The, the you know at this stage, um, you're going to see him regress a little bit and come back down to reality against a pretty good you know Dallas defensive unit that's going to put pressure on him. Um, and, you know, they'll be able to make some plays, too, in the secondary. Um, this is, a, you know, this is, is going to be a, a difficult game for the uh, 49ers to, to be able to pull this one out, I think.
0: I think if Dak has shown us in the history before, is that he doesn't have complete games back-to-back. And I think this is... One of the games where he's not going to have a good game. I actually see San Francisco winning 24-17. to 17. I think the Niners defense shows up. I think Dak makes a, a couple of uh, turnovers. And this is where, similar to last year, I think the Niners won last year as well. At home too, if I, if I remember. I think that this is the Niners' uh, victory. So the Sunday games are the two games that we don't agree.
1: Yeah, and listen, I you know I, I think 49ers can win. I, I definitely think the Bengals could, could win, but despite Josh Allen not playing his best down the stretch, they got too much to play for, not just the Super Bowl, but the whole Hamlin situation. They got a... You know, they got to lean on wherever they can um, to 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 come together and play better for, you know, especially, uh, you know, Josh Allen, especially the def- the defense, too. They got to play better. They haven't played, you know, to me, they haven't played uh, like they're capable over the last like six or seven weeks that that defense. So, uh yeah, let's see if they can get things rolling. Uh, they need to.
0: So that's our prediction for the wildcard for the divisional round run. Anything else that you want to add for this, uh, divisional?
1: No, let's, let's, you know, hope the games, I mean, they should be just as interesting as, you know, week one. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to enjoying, uh, another, uh, weekend of football. So, Let's, uh, let's go.
0: Yeah, let's go. And I really... I want to see the Giants pull it off, but I just don't feel like this is the team that they want to pull that off. to get. So I'm rooting for the Big Blue. I'm let's rooting go. for the Big Blue even though I picked against them. Mm-hmm. So what do you know? Other than that, you're going for Jacksonville. You think that they have an upset there
1: no i picked them to lose but i'd like to see an upset
0: okay let's go and that's the only florida team that's left Mm -hmm. let's go jacksonville let's go giants even though we picked against them let's do it
1: Let's, let's let's do it let's do it peace out peace hey guys thanks again for watching uh don't forget to like and subscribe any questions or comments feel free to hit us up on uh, shut your mouth podcast at gmail.com that's shut podcast at gmail.com you can also hit us on twitter or on instagram at sym thanks again